Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 48. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews. We will be diving into week 13 this week. But first, just wanted to say it is a great time of year for sports. Obviously, there are tons of sports to bet on. We have the World Cup going on, college football, playoffs starting soon, NBA basketball, the NFL is in full swing, tons of options. So if you are betting, I would suggest having more than one book so you can shop around lines. Makes a big, big difference. You know, different books have different yardage props and, and different lines altogether. So you, you really get a benefit if you have multiple books. Or if you are looking to start a book, great place to start is BetUS. And right now we have a promo going on. If you use promo code YARDSPER, you will get 125% deposit bonus on any bonus of $50 or more. If you're looking for another book or you just like free money, head over to BetUS and put in promo code YARDSPER to set up an account over there. As I said, we're diving into week 13 this week. It is a very good one, packed full of studs, a lot of quarterback options. So should be a very interesting one and might as well get right into it. All right, so we are here to discuss week 13. We have the crew here ready to party. We have James Fitzpatrick. Fitz, how we doing? Doing good. And Dave Utnick. Doing good, guys. How you all doing? And the casual corner, Mike Carpenini. How we doing, Mike? Boys, how are you now? So this should be a, a good slate. You know, we, we've had a lot of just absolute stone chalk hit this year. And, and I think a lot of it has been just the pricing has been so tight. And, and there's just clear guys that you have to go to. But last, last week was a lot more interesting. You know, there was a lot of value on the slate, a lot of different options, ways to go. Obviously, you needed Josh Jacobs to really make significant money, which luckily I had some of that. But I, I like weeks a lot more like that where there's a lot of options, and it looks like that's going to be the case again this week. We actually have three games with a total over 50, which has been very rare. There's been plenty of slates where we haven't even had one game over 50. So KC Cincinnati, 52 and a half, Jacksonville, Detroit – over under 51 chargers and the Raiders 50 and a half. So those three games should be interesting and pretty popular. There are a ton of possible injuries that we're going to have to monitor going into the weekend and they are going to change the slate quite a bit. We'll go into a bunch of that, but if we just get started and hop right into the running back position, there are some pretty good plays up here, starting with, Mr. Austin Eckler at 8,500. Actually, sorry, Christian McCaffrey, who I actually X'd out of my player pool at 8,600 because he was dealing with the knee injury. But I actually did just see before we hopped on, he did practice today, said he's feeling pretty good. So I, I think a lot of people actually did the same thing I did and, and X'd him out of the player pool and X'd him out of their minds. And he's probably going to go severely overlooked this week, which could be interesting against Miami, but Austin Eckler, 8,500, definitely a great play against Vegas. Saquon hasn't been great lately, 8,200, but 
he's still getting the workload. Washington, not a scary defense. And then Derrick Henry, 8,100, always can do big things. Philly hasn't been great against the run. And then the last in the $8,000 run range is, is Nick Chubb running against the worst run defense in Houston. So th- those guys, definitely viable plays all at 8,000. Fitz, we'll start with you. You like any of these guys up top? You think it's worth paying up for them this week? Yeah, it might be a pay up for running back week. Um, I do like these guys. Uh, Nick Chubb, absolute smash spot. I like Derrick Henry. Um, if you're going to beat Philly, you know, you can beat him on the ground. They have a great secondary um Eckler's just been awesome um lately just kills it with his pass work I'm probably the one guy up here I'm probably not gonna play is is Barkley um just like you said he just hasn't hasn't been himself hasn't been been great lately yeah the workload's there but um for 8,200 I'd rather play Henry Chubb and uh if people aren't gonna be playing a lot of McCaffrey I'm I'm fine pivoting there but probably won't be too much I'll probably be mostly Henry and Chubb up here yeah, that, and I mean, Chubb, I've been playing him a lot this year. Nobody ever really wants to play him on DK, but I, I think in this matchup, he's he's probably going to get some steam and it's going to be hard to go away from him. So I, I definitely will have a bunch of Chubb. I agree with what you said with Barkley, just hasn't really looked right despite getting the workload, but it, it could be interesting, especially if he's coming in at 5% owned, you know, it's kind of what Saquon does. We even talked about it before the year started, you know, it's from a game to game basis or or a carry to carry basis. The guy is basically nothing, nothing, nothing explosion. So we we could see a a explosion Saquon week. And if he's sub 5%, it definitely makes sense. And I I think Eckler's usage in, in that game environment against Vegas definitely could make sense as well. But Dave, what do you think? You, you got a preference of of these guys or, would you be more willing to maybe go down a little bit into the sevens? I mean, I'm probably going to see how constructions go with, you know, uh, putting in one of these top end guys and seeing where that gets you in terms of projections. Uh, Eckler week after week, uh, even into chalk still is a great play. Uh, one thing I think you got to be really concerned with this week is you got an awesome four o'clock slate. Uh with a lot of games that a lot of people are going to want to pivot on to. You can start with Eckler in the four o'clock. And if your lineup doesn't go well, pivot on to some of these other guys also, but something to keep in mind where late spot might come into play a lot with a lot of these high totals being in the late games, but Eckler's probably my favorite of them all. Uh, I do like Derek Henry and not exactly sure what we're going to see out of Cleveland. So Nick Chubb might not be for me this week. Yeah, that, that is going to be an interesting ongoing discussion of the week is, you know, how, how much is Watson really going to be ready after not playing for so long? How much are they going to rely on him or are they just going to do what they always do and run the shit out of the ball? I mean, you would think that would be the game plan with how terrible Houston is against the run. And you would think Cleveland would be able to easily beat them. So I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Chubb, isn't the play if Watson is going to be used or maybe they just get up so big that hunt gets a little bit more involved, but Mike, what, what are you thinking on this higher end or, or is there anyone else that you like? I think Chubb is, I'm with Fitz. That's a total smash spot. They're not going to let Deshaun Watson throw it 
50 times this week. Like, he'll get there. He'll obviously get there. Not the first week. They're just they're not, try to protect him a little bit. They're not going to need to. I'm not, not, sorry to cut you off, but not, not that I'm going to let him. They're not going to need to have him throw 50 times. I don't think playing the Texans. The Texans are it's awful. Combination of all factors. Like, they're, they're not going to let him because they don't need to. Just give it to Chubb 30 times or Chubb 25, Hunt 15. Like, just run it down their throat, winning really ugly 27-13 game and move on and, you know, get Watson acclimated. Um, I mean, is, sorry to cut you off also, but is it going to be that close? Look at what Miami did to them last week. I mean – you had the whole second string team in against the Texans and in the second half. Are we comparing if, Miami with Cleveland right now? I think we're comparing Houston versus anybody right now. Fair, but Miami is but 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 you need to I mean to get up on them, they're gonna, you know, the starters are gonna have to score. So uh, you know, Chubb could run for hundred yards, two touchdowns, get him up that thirty-one, whatever, three lead, and then be taken out. But he gets there before you, he's taken out. If that's or, your, you know, or he doesn't run for a hundred, they get Watson three feel-good touchdowns, so he thinks you know he's got some confidence rolling into the rest of the year. I mean, I'm not saying that he's not a smashed mod, but there are ways that this goes bad for them. There's ways that yeah, it goes bad. No, I, I I see that though, and you know, you you could just see it from the standpoint of they, they do want to get just Watson feeling good about himself in the, in the first game back, one of the easier matchups against his old team. So it's possible. I, I think really I'm going to let ownership dictate it. I mean, if, if he's looking like he's going to be one of the highest owned on the slate, may, maybe I don't go there, but if he's only like between 10 and 15%, I am fine playing plenty of Chubb. But if we move down a little bit, Dalvin Cook still getting a lot of usage, 7200 not a bad price for him. But the, the interesting one is after what Josh Jacobs did last week, you only bump up his price, $200. That, that seems pretty strange to me. I mean, he's still dealing with the calf injury, but that has nothing to do with the pricing. He's going against the Chargers who allow the most yards per rush. If if people aren't going to go back to Jacobs and they're afraid of that calf, I am absolutely fine piling on there. And then, you know, Kenneth Walker in a good spot. The, the Rams basically have packed it in for the season at, at 7,000. So he could be good. Joe Mixon might be back. He's been practicing, but on a limited basis, technically hasn't cleared concussion protocol. So don't really know what's going on there. But Mike, what, what do you think about these guys? Is, is there anyone that sticks out to you in, in the high sixes or, or lower sevens? I'll go back to Jacobs. I have no problem going back. Even before last week, like he was, he's still a top five ish back this year. Like I'm not going to argue his entire career, but this year he's giving you production and he's sub 8K. So yeah, I'll gladly go back there. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, I'm going to keep riding Kenneth Walker. No real reason other than he's on my dynasty team, but I'll go there. Yeah, I, I am. I'm a little worried that he does get a little popular because a lot of people do have them on, on their season long teams. And it just seems that he, he gets steamed up every week, still getting the usage should, should be a good game environment for him last week, basically got a notification that he scored a touchdown before I knew the game even started, but still really didn't even have that big of a game. So 
he's been relying a little bit on the touchdowns, but still think he's a pretty good play. Fitz, what, what do you think about this, this second tier here? Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. If, if Jacobs is healthy and he's playing, um, playing Jacobs, um, I like Dalvin Cook. I think at 7,200, um, I'm going to smash Dalvin Cook down here. Um, playing the Jets at home. Um, the, you know, the usage is there. Been playing well. Um, yeah, no, I like that. I really like Dalvin Cook here. Kenneth Walker, I'm probably, you know, Luke Warren probably won't be playing him. Um, you know, like two guys here, Mixon and Jones, you know, an injury, but I'll play Aaron Jones. Um, I think Bengals, like they have been doing, probably get there mostly with the receivers the past game. So um, Jacobs, Cook, Aaron Jones here. I'm smashing. Yeah, J- Jones could be interesting, still dealing with, with a couple injuries, but has been for the past couple weeks and still playing. Obviously, Chicago is not good on defense, and and with Rodgers looking like he's going to play and being really banged up, could definitely see them relying more on the running game. In that same game, I actually like Montgomery quite a bit. Green Bay themselves have not been good against the run at all. 6200 with the workload he gets actually is a pretty good price, and it's interesting Fields has been practicing and, and they're saying he might come back, which I think that's kind of risky, especially considering they have a bye week next week. I'd almost, I'd almost rather Montgomery with no fields, but I, I think either way he, he's worth a stab and possibly a cash play, but with the usage he, he's getting, it's, he's definitely in the player pool. Dave, what about you? What, what are you thinking here in the, in the second tier? It's a tier that you're going to have to kind of let ownership dictate where you go. I mean, we run through the guys that we all just talked about. They're in great spots, each and every one of them this week for either, you know, high upside plays, you know, good opportunities. You got Kenneth Walker against a Rams team that's quit, just completely quit. Aaron Donald's out this week. He could run all over them. I like Joe Mixon coming back from injury, especially if he's uh, low on ownership. I mean, how much Josh Jacobs' ownership is too much chalk to eat, but, I mean, you can't dispute he's not a great play, just like Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones. All these guys are great plays. I think it, I'm kind of going to let, you know, if ownership's gravitating anywhere, I'll probably pivot from there just based on all these great plays around them. Yeah, and if we move a little bit further down, Jamal Williams, basically the same price every week, $6,000. And people just keep basically telling themselves that he can't keep scoring touchdowns and he keeps scoring touchdowns. So the problem with him is he's not really involved in the passing game. So you really do need him to score to the touchdowns, but he's been doing it and he's not just getting goal line carries over the last four weeks actually has the third most carries. So definitely like that. As I said, you know, with Mixon not clearing concussion protocol yet, P. Ryan could could still be in play here. Not a bad price for him at six thousand. With KC, they're gonna have to throw the ball. So even if Mixon is back, with how productive he's been, he he could be heavily involved in the passing game. So I, I do like that. I've been hearing a lot of praise for Damian Pierce because he's only five thousand nine hundred, and Cleveland is not good against the run. But I want absolutely no part of that. He has not looked good at all for weeks and, and really not even getting as much usage as he was. So this is kind of a dead range here. Want nothing to do with Cordero Patterson, Isaiah Pacheco, 22 carries last week, 5,700, a good price for him on a great offense, but 
if they're relying a little bit more on the passing game and, and the game's really not in their favor, he could be completely scripted out of this too. So I, I don't know Fitz, do you like anything in this range or is it really just going to be focusing more on the guys above this? No, I'll dip down here. Um, you know what I'm crazy about, but I will play uh, Cordell Patterson. I don't know the guy. Uh, you know, scores touchdowns. Uh, I'll depending on even though you know <clears throat> AJ Dillon's got uh, a little injury going too. He showed some life last week. He got you know touchdown upside, especially if Aaron Jones is even more hurt. I guess uh, I'll place. You know, I, I don't know. He hasn't been getting a lot of the work, but. At five six, I'll still keep going back to Swift. He's been getting getting you something with touchdowns, but if that's a, a little shootout game, I'm fine with Swift. Um, and then going all the way down, I'll sprinkle in some Kyron Williams in the in the Rams uh, Rams game because they're continuing to play Perkins or whatever at quarterback. I mean, he you know he can't rely on him. So, um, you know, and this guy can catch some dump offs if uh, you know they're trailing. Oh, he's a little bit in the past game. So, little Kyrie Williams, um, Swift, Dylan, Patterson, what I'm looking at. Yeah, P- Patterson, you know, good chance at scoring some touchdowns. But but actually, lately, he he's not even getting the ball as much as Algier. So, that does concern me a little bit. Pittsburgh has been much better against the run recently. So uh, I, that's part of the reason why I kind of steer away from him there. I do agree with you on Swift. Got a little bit more work, was a little more involved on Thanksgiving than he had been recently. You know, on the Thanksgiving slate, we had talked about him, you know, seeding carries and snaps to Jackson, but it it looks like he's looking a little bit better, actually had eight targets in that game. So I I don't mind that at 5,600, you know, he, he catches a couple passes and, and scores a touchdown for you. He pays off at that price. Now, with Dylan, I, I think it's a little bit concerning. You know, people saw the long run and the touchdown last week, but he still only had eight carries. Chicago is terrible against the run, so, you know, maybe he could get there on only eight carries. 5,600, not a bad price for him. And, and that's, as that's I said, what I'm looking at. I think that's a game where Aaron Jones and Dylan can both get there if it's, you know, if it's. Uh... Yeah, and that's what I was saying. If Rodgers is banged up, they could rely on the two of them. So, but, but again, the, the, you know, we got to look at the injuries of, of him and, and Aaron Jones and, and kind of see if one of them's more banged up than the other. You know, that, that, that could be very telling about who's going to have the game. But, could definitely see both of them getting there. And at 5,600, you don't need much out of them. One guy we did skip over, forgot to mention, Najee Harris, that oblique injury, hasn't been practicing. Strong possibility he's not going to go here. So got a lot of guys that that are down really, really cheap that that could possibly be option, options because of injuries this week. But before we move down there, Brian Robinson, 5,300. You know, everyone was expecting him to be the guy a couple weeks ago, but it was Antonio Gibson. Then everybody thought it was going to be Gibson last week, and it was Brian Robinson. Now he's probably going to be pretty popular, mainly because of the big hat, but 5,300, not bad for him. Not really scared of the Giants defense. Gibson's dealing with a foot injury, had his practice reps limited on Wednesday, and then actually wasn't even able to practice today. So if he's not going, I, I actually like Brian Robinson quite a bit. Dave, you like anyone in this mid-range? 
Yeah, a lot of the guys that you guys already discussed um, do like the swift call. Uh, he was, you know, a foot away from having two touchdowns on Thanksgiving. You know, he just missed really blowing up the box score. And, you know, thankfully that should keep his under ownership under control where people continue to go back to Jamal Williams. They're going to do it. Um, definitely keep an eye on the injuries for, you know, Pittsburgh there. Also for Travis Etienne, Jamichael Hasty might come into play. He'll be a cheap option there. Um, the only one we haven't mentioned is Gus Edwards. I don't know. I don't think Dobbins is back this week just yet, but Gus Edwards has two touchdown upside every week that he's out there. Uh, and I think we covered most of the rest of the guys. Uh, Ty Johnson's not for me. I'm going to play Jalen Warren if Harris is out. Uh, and I think that covers it. I like the Brian Robinson. And I guess even in the same game, Latavius Murray, uh, him and Gus Edwards are the same type of player, but they do rack up points and touchdowns. I think that covers it. Yeah, I, I like the Gus Edwards call a little bit better. Den- Denver, you, you'd rather run the ball than throw the ball on them. Baltimore, a little bit better of an offense, although they haven't looked too great recently. Uh, as far as Dobbins goes, it there is a possibility that he does play this week. So if he is playing, I would be completely off of them altogether. But if, if there's no Dobbins, I'm fine with Edwards. Murray... Same thing. I mean, he he is, like you said, like Gus Edwards. I just – that Denver offense just scares the shit out of me, and, and I don't know. I'm really not going to want too much of that game, period. So a couple things to consider here. You, you said Jalen Warren. I do like that call against Atlanta. He's definitely the, the most talented back there. If, if Najee can't go, Snell is also dealing with an injury of his own now. So I, I definitely think Warren could be in play 4,900. If Michael Carter doesn't go, everybody's been talking about it. And and Sonovan Knight, Bam Knight, Mike, Mike, what do you what do you think? Are you going there or are you worried it's gonna be Robinson and Ty Johnson? You know he's going there. I am going there. I'm obviously going there. Um, but I'm kind of worried about Robinson. Like he could be one of those inactive one weeks, get 22 carries the next week, because he, you know. If you're not getting starting touches, you might as well just inactive him and then with, with you know Carter out and blah, blah, blah. So there is just a piece of me that is curious enough to maybe go to Robinson for one. But yeah, I'll have a whole bunch of night. Um, I'm, you know, like you said, we're gonna be making these lineups on Saturday, Sunday morning because you have to see who's inactive. Like there, there's a lot down here that you can get extreme value on if injuries fall the right or wrong way whichever way you want to look at it yeah it's, it's very rare especially this year that that we get a running back play under five thousand dollars let alone this week there's a possibility of two or even three and and i really want bam knight to be a thing you know it would be really cool if bam knight you know, but, being a thing bam, imagine Bam's that a, three-headed monster next year between hall carter and now knight like that would be insane Bam is a cool nickname, but I'll I'll be referring to him as Bam Knight Shamalot from now on. <laughs> I like that. So if we go a little bit further down, I actually did have a little interest in McKinnon at only 4,500, pairing him with Mahomes because Mahomes is so expensive, but he has not been practicing with a hamstring injury. So that kind of goes out the window, which it's gross to say, but could possibly even bring ronald jones into the equation i I don't know if if you could actually go there but he might actually be on the field a little bit but 
probably as as low as you can go here is, is Bam Knight if if there is no Carter. So I think we've exhausted running back. Unless you guys see any other names you like down here. If you are absolutely one hundred percent desperate, I think Darrington Evans can maybe get in the end zone one of these weeks. Maybe. Why? It, it, I don't know. It, it, I, I saw it like. He got a couple of touches last week. Like that's why. Oh no! The, <laughs> I mean, the the opportunity cost that you're giving up at running back playing guys like that is is really bad this well, week. Well, like I said, if you were absolutely desperate, like I won't have any. But if you no, need, there, a there's plenty of other guys. Listen, so don't match. Don't yeah, don't don't guide the listeners to playing Darrington Evans. All right. This is uh, <laughs> the more people we get to play Darrington Evans, the more EV we pick up. Like what, how are you not getting this yet? This is not, this is not how you know we operate on, on Derek's podcast, right? You know, this is uh, it's unacceptable. All um, right, so if we move to wide receiver, yeah, if Jacobs doesn't play, um, you know, I'll, I'll throw a dart at Amir Abdullah. You know, he, he does, uh, you know, I, I think McDaniels does like him, and I think uh, if they're they're trailing in that game, we'll shoot out. You know, he, he's good in the past game. He can, he actually can get in the end zone because he did last week. Unlike See, Darrington Evans. now that 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 is in, an interesting conversation to have because I think Abdullah would get a lot of the work, but you know, you you got other guys there. Is Brandon Bolden going to be involved? You know, so. It, He's injured yeah, right now, it, but it's it's a at forty six hundred. It you know it's it's a dart throw. Like I said, if Jacobs isn't there, you know he does get he gets you know gets pass work. Uh, I I think he. I, would I'd almost I'd eight. almost prefer Zamir White at four thousand. You know you get a running back at the min that's six hundred dollars less than Abdullah. I do like Abdullah for the pass catching. You know it's it's a little safer floor, but if Zamir White, I, 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 also, yeah, I think if Jacobs is out, then. Jameer White at four thousand is going to be way, way high owned. Yeah, yeah, you would like assume so. Square, but so pivot, yeah. Don't mind it. If you got four thousand six hundred, right, so, going Bam Knight. Like you're, you, if we're throwing like true darts, it's got to be sub that because Bam Knight's the play at four thousand six hundred. Well, if if there's no Carter and there's no Jacobs, I, I think the safer play might even be Abdullah. And to Fitz's point, Bam Knight's probably going to have a lot more ownership. Mike, I know you don't care about ownership, and he's a Jet, so you care even less about ownership. (laughs) But, yeah, it it would definitely be a discussion. And that's what I'm saying is is we're going to have to pay attention right up until, you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock on on Sunday to make some of these decisions because there there could be. There could be three or four guys that you could play at sub 5K. And – if you're going to do that, you're doing it because you're going to pay up for one of these guys. And and wide receiver is is very interesting this week because some of these guys are very expensive, but definitely worth it. Justin Jefferson, 8,900. He's an absolute freak. Probably going to have a lot of sauce gardener on him, but not uh, all the time. I just, so I was just I was just going to say, Q Mike saying, oh, fade Justin Jefferson because he's going to be covered by sauce and sauce is the best. I'm not saying fade him, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna be heavy on Jefferson. Like it, it's there's. Shocker. I'll take, I'll take Reek. I'll take you know. There, there's. I don't need to pay up for Jefferson this week. 
Shocker. But I, I think that's going to be the sentiment too by the by the field is, is you know why why pay up all the way for the most expensive wide receiver when he's going up against Sauce Gardner and, and a good Jets defense, and that's all the more reason to me to to play him. You know, if you can afford to get up here, sure, you know he he could have a bad game, and sure he's going up a good defense. It's it's not a great matchup, but we see elite wide receivers all the time. Just that doesn't matter to them. And he is an elite wide receiver, 8,900. You saw it on Thanksgiving. We've seen it many times this year. He can absolutely destroy a slate. And if you don't have him in your lineup, you are fucked. So I, I am more than willing to go up to him, especially if he's going to be, be low owned. Tyreek Hill, always popular, but you know, kind of let some people down in his last game. So 8,800, pretty expensive for him. Going up against San Francisco, I think, might scare a couple people off, but I, I'm fine going there. If Jacobs is playing, I could see a lot of people going to Jacobs instead of Adams, and Adams absolutely has blow-up potential, getting 25 targets a game, 8700 8, isn't a bad price for him. So, Dave, what, what are you thinking at wide receiver up here? Do you think it's worth paying up for any of these guys? I mean, I hate to keep, you know, repeating it over and over again, but the build is going to be dictated a lot about by the injuries. If you get a whole bunch of value down a cheap running back, everyone's going to play the expensive wide receivers because Jefferson's a great play. Devontae Adams is a great play. Um, but if, you know, like we started the show off, if you want to prefer to get to these top end running backs that are all in great spots also, you're not going to have salary for these guys. Um, so the builds are going to be dictated by how things shake out with some of that running back value. Uh, Devontae Adams, you know, is probably my best play or my favorite play between him and Jefferson until we go down a little bit further to some of these other guys that uh, I think I like a little more. Yeah. Fitz, what about you? You like any of the top end guys or, or are you, you with Dave and, and you like some of the guys a little bit further down? No, I'm, I'm loving the, the, the top end guys. Um, I'm not scared off, you know, Justin Jefferson just because, uh, yeah, you know, good rookie corner, but he's not, you know, shut down um, every receiver he plays against. And plus, you know, they can move these guys around the formation. You can, you know, move Jefferson in the slot, get him off sauce. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Jefferson. I love um, Tyreek can absolutely break a slate. Um, Got to have, I'll have Tyreek just, just in case, you know, he goes off. I love AJ Brown. Um, a little bounce back again against Tennessee. Uh, I love T. Higgins. Um, yeah, a lot, like a lot of these guys. And uh, one thing to pay attention to: if we, we do, don't you know, get injury wise, running back wise, if we get you know Jacobs out and we have a you know free square Samir White at four thousand and and a lot of the cheap running backs, I think a lot of these guys do get a lot of pop, popular the top receivers: Devontae Adams, Jefferson Hill. But uh, no, I, I like the top guys here. Yeah, and I I very rarely play into narrative, but AJ Brown revenge game. I I think this is an actual revenge game for him. Yep, forgot I, to mention I, that. And yep. and right now you have Devonte Smith banged up, Zach Pascal banged up. If for some reason those guys can't go, I mean, the amount of targets that this guy is going to get against this terrible Tennessee team, I, I think. He, yeah. he wants um, he and, and I mean you you can want 
to, to absolutely destroy a team as much as you want, but I think he actually can and, and will do it. So I, I like A.J. Brown. I agree. First thing I looked at this week. Slate, I saw, you know, when I looked at the slate was hurts A.J. Brown stacks all day. Smash it. And I like what you said about Higgins. You know, Jamar seems like he's going to be back, but even in his own words, he, he said he doesn't know how he's going to feel and might be on a pitch count. So don't, don't know if you really can go there. Amon Ra is going to be the most popular receiver on the slate. 7,100 is still too cheap for him. Just an absolute target monster. Jacksonville is terrible against the pass. So love that. DK Metcalf saw the amount of targets he got last week. Still his price isn't going up. And, and this Rams defense doesn't really scare you. Just how much are they really going to have to pass against the Rams? So, so that could be interesting. But Dave, you were saying you like some of these guys a little bit lower down here. What, what are you looking at here? Uh, I mean, I was looking at Jamar Chase. I didn't know we were dipping down below AK, but I think I don't even care that he's limited. Uh, he could still end up, uh, well, I guess I'll ask Mike, how many uh, touchdowns is Joe Burrow going to throw this week? We haven't gotten there yet, but I already like the receivers. Um, let me see. Well, uh, we can get there later, but as long as you're good with it, then. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, and honestly, I like Higgins better if Chase comes back. Like, I, I think Chase is going to take some of that coverage away, even coming back. Like, I think Higgins is is total smash here. Agreed. I also think, I mean, Chase is just, you know, if no one's going to play Chase, he's you talented. I don't care about the price. doesn't seem like money's going to be an issue, depending on how this all shakes out. Uh, revenge narrative, A.J. Brown sounds like an absolute smash play. Um Jalen Waddle against the Niners, uh, Amon Raz. I don't know how much more they can boost his price up because they just do it wrong every single week. Uh, but I also like him and uh, uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, might carry some ownership. I think he's a great play, as well as Amari Cooper at the same price there. Uh, indoor Amari Cooper is a good Amari Cooper. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Houston looks like they are good against the receiver, but it's just because nobody throws the ball on them or has to throw the ball on them. But like we were saying, if if they do want to let Watson throw the ball a little bit and, and get a couple touchdowns, Cooper is definitely the play there indoors, like you said. I love Keenan Allen right above him in, in that game environment. I, I really think that Chargers-Vegas game could, could be one of the, the highest scoring on the slate. So 6,500 is probably still too cheap for how involved Allen is. Love the Christian Kirk call. Detroit. Jacksonville, that that's another one that that's probably going to shoot out. Six thousand three hundred is a good price for him. Debo is is dealing with some some issues there, and and it's possible he might not be playing. He he hasn't been practicing, so that could bring Brandon Ayuk in. I really don't see him getting too popular at six thousand one hundred. They don't change Lockett's price at six thousand. So so this range, if if you're not paying up. For wide receiver that there's plenty of viable guys here mike, mike what do you what are you liking down here everything like there's going to be so much money left on the table this week because you can get a lot of running backs at at a little bit of value and this like 75 even seven to eight range is just loaded like give me all, and this is why it's easy to fade Jefferson. Like, if he goes off, he goes off fine. Like, it is what it is. The highest price receiver is going to go off sometimes. Um, and, yes, like, even against a good corner, a good receiver always can go off. Um, you know, 
boss did it all the time. Um, but yeah, like you guys named everybody. I'll I'll piggyback on your Keenan Allen and say, give me all of the Chargers receivers. Like every last one of them at this point. Yeah, last week it, it was DeAndre Carter, but I, I still do like Josh Palmer, 5,600 with no Mike Williams. He should be plenty involved. If, if we do drop down into this $5,000 range, it kind of drops off of a bit, but up in the higher fives, Terry McLaurin let a lot of people down last week. 5,800 still a good price for him. Heineke loves throwing the ball to him. The Giants' secondary is really banged up, so I, I don't mind that. Fitz, what what are you liking as far as some value wide receivers a little bit further down here? Um, passed over. Uh, I don't know if he if he plays, but if he plays, um, I like Debo at at six thousand six hundred. Um, yeah, he wasn't mentioned, so I just mentioned that. I second to Keenan Allen play, second to Christian Kirk play. But if we're going down five thousand range, um, I'll play Juju fifty seven hundred. He seems to be Getting a little better there with, with Mahomes. Um, I think that game can have a lot of points scored in it, and um, I'll play some Juju. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 53. You know, he, he's very unpredictable, but he has, has spike weeks, and if, uh, you know, that game's high scoring again, you know, that could be uh, valuable. And, um yeah, not really, not much as you go uh, lower in the receivers. So I'll probably be 6K and above in receivers and find my value with running back and tight end. Yeah, it's a little bit spotty here. I, I kind of like the juju call. Came back from the concussion last week. Didn't look good. A lot of people were on him. So in this high-scoring game, maybe he doesn't carry too much ownership. So that, that could make sense. A lot of these guys in the fives, though, are kind of ugly. Alan Lazard hasn't really looked good, and, and it's partially because of Christian Watson. Watson has been an absolute monster, at least four catches in his last three games, has gone over 100 yards in two of them, had three touchdowns, then two touchdowns, and one touchdown last week. Going up against Chicago, you, you would expect even on limited touches, he, he could do that again in only 5,200. Mike, what's going on with your boy? Deontay Johnson getting the targets, but doing absolutely nothing with him. 5,200, you going to take a chance? No, just because it's still – like we can usually live with Deontay Johnson not scoring a lot of touchdowns, but he's scoring zero touchdowns. So it's a little rough there. Um, Was that 45 maybe? Mike, Mike is sitting there grinning because he just wants to talk about Garrett Wilson. I do. I actually thought that's where, you, like, when you said Ed, Mike, I was like, okay, now it's my turn to talk about Garrett. Well, Wilson. well that's I, I was I was <laughs> kind of thinking for the same price you could play Garrett Wilson, so it was I'm, kind of a good for the pivot, same price. Know? I am going to play Garrett Wilson. I'm probably going to be somewhere in the ninety four percent owned on Garrett Wilson this week. Um, you know, he, he's just so good. Like now that now that like a quarterback that isn't too chicken shit to actually let go of the ball when he hits his third step. Like I think Garrett Wilson is going to thrive. Also, I think I'm pretty sure I called it last week too, or two weeks ago or something like that. Maybe I was early on it, but Elijah Moore at 3,700, like he's going to start coming around. Like, especially now that we've got a quarterback that actually, you know, is not 12 years old. I'll actually 
Uh, actually, I'm okay with yeah Elijah Moore at 3,700. Um, now that he has a quarterback that you know will throw him the ball, I'm um, I'm actually okay with. I'm still a little worried about it. I, I he only had two targets last week. He had one long one for a touchdown, and that's all everybody sees in the box score. But he still was not involved at all. I think he still only played about 36 percent of snaps. So I, I want to see it again, but. It is thirty. It's Yeah, it's it's exactly. And and if you look at some of the people that are around him, he's definitely more talented. So uh, if you want to take a stab, I don't mind it, but I I would rather wait a week. But it, at that price range, that's fine. But Dave, you you like anybody here in in the fives? Uh, you guys covered a lot of them. Uh, I think next week George Pickens will be higher priced than Deontay Johnson. I like him as a play down here. Um, Christian Watson just keeps running so efficiently. That seems like a real good play. It's getting gross, but Cortland Sutton's only 5,500. He's way too talented no. for that price. Yeah, but uh, Russ is way too washed. No, correct. Yeah. I mean, Broncos country is just dead. Right. So, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm done fucking playing Cortland Sutton and every, every fucking Bronco that's close to Russell Wilson. No. I uh, I think we skipped over uh, this awesome potential Giants commander shootout. Uh, <laughs> Terry McLaurin and uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, McLaurin might catch some ownership. Uh, I think both of them are a little too cheap for their price, but I really don't like that game environment at all. Uh, the only one is we dip down a little bit. Uh, I'm not playing Chalk Zay Jones. I'm so sick of Zay Jones in general, but I might go down to like a Drake London or uh, Mac Hollins down at 46 and uh, another really good game as well as Traylon Burks, the same price there. Yeah. But Burks is dealing with an illness right now, not practicing. Hopefully you should be fine by the weekend and against Philly, you would think they're probably going to have to throw the ball quite a bit. Hollins is involved and, and we already said we like that game environment. So don't mind that London. I, I just, it's so hard to play him with how little Atlanta throws the ball and, and just Pittsburgh, Atlanta, I could see that game being over very, very quickly. Just both teams coming out and, and just establishing the run and trying to get out of there. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 4,900, deep play threat. When we've seen Watson in the past, that's what he likes to do. So, you know, he could kind of be that fuller role for Watson, 4,900, not a bad price for him. And, and he could possibly get there only on a couple deep passes. So maybe take a shot there. Otherwise, it's it's pretty ugly down here. Nico Collins, you, you would think Houston's going to have to throw the ball, probably not efficiently, but four thousand two hundred isn't terrible for him. I, I don't know if Fitz, you liking anybody value wise. Um, I don't know if I like them, but I'll, there'll be some guys I'll be playing here. Uh, you know, I'll throw some MVS. You know, four thousand one hundred. You know, he's uh, in a shootout. He hasn't been great, but um, you know, one long bomb, you know, payoff there. Uh, DJ Chark revenge game. I don't know. I, maybe I was going to go there. I like that. There. Maybe, you know, he catches a, catches a deep one. Um, Marquise Goodwin, uh, another one, you know, maybe catches a deep one. He'd be getting involved there. Um, maybe Jahan Dotton. Uh, it's probably as low as I go and about it. Yeah, one name to monitor. Again, don't know how much they're going to have to throw, but but 
David Bell of Cleveland has been getting much more involved, a lot more snaps, actually had at least five targets in his last three games. Pretty talented receiver. So maybe it may be something to look at going forward, not so much this week, but but a name to to keep in mind. And I actually like Sky Moore quite a bit, 3,100. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I scroll, I scroll down a little bit, then I saw him there. I was about to just say. Uh, you know, that, that's a really, really good price. At least six targets and, and five receptions yeah. in back-to-back games. He's been getting involved. I think he even had a, a rush last week. So yep. if, if you're playing that game, it's expensive pieces, and he's a cheap piece of it. And if McKinnon is out, uh, that kind of, you know, opens up some more of the screen game for him and some gadget plays. You know, I think he gets a bigger boost without McKinnon also. And like you said, six targets, although, you know, he's got no ADOT to him. Um, you know, all he's got to do is break one at that price, and he's paying off tenfold. Yeah, he, he's basically playing the Miko Hardman role, and and we saw how valuable that was for a stretch there. So if they're drawing up plays for him and he's going to have the ball in his hands, talented player, you could do worse at, at 3,100. All right, let's move to the best position in football, the the super stacked tight end position. Obviously, it's Travis Kelsey, 7,900, and then the rest. Mark Andrews, probably nobody's going to own him this week, 6,600. And then you got basically Hawkinson, 5,200. Those are really the the best plays at, at tight end, and then – you're either paying for them or, or going all the way down, basically. Kelsey, you could make a case we've made for it a bunch of times. You could play him in the flex, so you could play one of these cheap tight ends and put him in your flex as, as one of those late-game hammers if you wanted. But, Mike, we'll start off with you. What, what do you think? Do you think it's worth paying up at, at tight end this week, or are you just going to bargain basement dive? It's Kelsey or whatever I can afford. Like if I can afford like a four thousand, then I get a four thousand. If I can afford a five thousand, I get a five. Like it doesn't matter, but it's Kelsey or bust. Fair enough. Four thousand would is going by crisis. Not not even worry about the player. Yeah, like literally, like uh, I, at, at tight end. Yeah, you forget really, tight really. ends now. Like tight ends are like if they get in the end zone, they pay off. If they don't, they don't. If you're not named Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Fitz, what are your thoughts on tight end this week? Um, yeah, I actually like, and I know, you know, since he's been hurt, he hasn't really been great, and neither has Lamar. But, you know, before the injury, Andrews was was up there, you know, top two with Kelsey. So you get a, you know, nice count there. Uh, I'm all right with, with, with Andrews. Um, Hawkinson's been getting, been getting targets there with Cousins. I like him. Kittle, that at that game, has got a lot of points scored. Um, I like, you know, Kittle's been getting a little more involved. So, especially if Debo's doesn't play, um, I would play Kittle. But yeah, I definitely like him. You, no you got the money. Yeah, you get the money. You never go wrong playing Kelsey, especially if that, you know, it's going to be a shout. And then, uh, yeah, then when you get down low, it's, I like Fryer Muth, you know, uh, you know, there with, with um, Pickett. But then it's just, yeah, hoping. Your guy scores a touchdown. Higby, Moreau, Komet, Hurt, you know, they're, they're all the same. Yep, pretty much. I, I, I think Andrews could get overlooked a little bit, was a little bit popular last week. 6600 not a bad price for him. Everybody saw him drop that touchdown, and probably they're a little frustrated with him. So 
could could be a good spot to go back. I like what you said about Hawkinson. Very, very involved since he's joined Minnesota. And 5,200, not a bad price for him. But, Dave, what are you thinking at tight end? Thinking that, for the most part, you don't want to be in this top range if it's not, you know, one of the top two guys. Do like Hawkinson's uh, game environment, though. Um, the one that I kind of like the most, and he's really mispriced, which is really a shame, is Gerald Everett. Uh, used to, I still want pieces of this uh, Chargers passing game, but 4,400 is just way too much. Uh, if you end up, you know, with Mike, like Mike with 2,000 still left on the table after fitting all the Jets, you might be able to fit in Gerald Everett. But Njoko's an injury to watch. Uh, everyone's going to be high on this passing game here. If he doesn't end up going, oh, what's the guy's name? They're back Harrison up. Bryant. Harrison Bryant. Not, not a terrible play there, although when he was getting run, he really wasn't getting much run. But different quarterback could be a different situation. Punt tight end is going to be tough this week. Uh, Logan Thomas, probably as low as I want to go. Uh, the range I really want to be in, in is this Foster Moreau, Hayden Hurst. I'll skip over any more Broncos and Greg Dulwich. Uh, but Bob Tanya also, another good play. And hate to even shout out a Jet, but Tyler Conklin at his price, 3100 It's just too cheap. Yeah, I think with Tyler Conklin – Basically, Hayden Hurst, Foster Moreau. You're getting guys that are involved, pretty good prices. They're going to get you catches, and if they fall in the end zone, then then they're smash plays at tight end. That's basically what you're doing when you're paying down here. I will say – Logan Thomas is 2,900. I mean, if he plays, you're getting a little more involved. The Giants aren't great against the tight end. It's worth a dart throw. Yeah, I keep telling myself that, but anytime he's played this year, he really hasn't done much. But for the price, like, like we said, at, at tight end, you, you're just hoping for, for anything down here. I will say I hate him. I don't really like playing him, but at 3,000, Evan Ingram in, in that Jacksonville-Detroit game, he, he could be a viable play here, could actually have a pretty good game. And another injury to keep in mind, Daniel Bellinger possibility he's coming back for the Giants this week he was definitely heavily involved before he went out with the injury and if if he's able to play I I absolutely like that play there that's a good price for him for how involved he was before the injury so definitely something to keep in mind there and one more Austin Hooper at 3k flat I kind of like the uh, game environment of that Philly Titans game also so he's another one that can catch a couple of touchdowns just like we saw on that Thursday night game a couple weeks back yeah, if, if yeah, if, if Philly gets up and they got to throw the ball, def, definitely worth it. And and I like the Harrison Bryant call, only twenty seven hundred. If you know, if if Njoku can't go, so that works out. There, we'll go quickly to defense, and then we can dive into the quarterbacks and our favorite stacks here. Defense this week is a little bit better than it was last week. Last week, it was basically Kansas City, the Jets, and and nobody else. But here, I think you have some viable plays. Now, Baltimore hasn't looked great on offense, and and Denver does have a great defense. So 2,400, I I think, for Denver is not a bad play. Miami hasn't really looked good, but every once in a while, we could see Jimmy G throw a couple picks. So Miami at 2,500. The Steelers against Atlanta, 2,600. You got the Jets at 2,600. So there's there's definitely some plays down here, sub 3K. 
Fitz, you you like any of these defenses or? Yeah, I you don't like to uh, pay up for defense, but um, Russell Wilson is is awful. The Broncos team is shot. Uh, Ravens defense playing good. They're at home. Um, I'll play the Ravens defense. Uh, don't hate the Browns defense. We talked about how bad uh, the Texans are. Um, I'll play the Vikings defense because, you know, where Mike White had one good game doesn't mean he's, you know, it's not Tom Brady now. Um, Mike and then White's I'll... never had a bad game. That's okay. not true. He did have um, a bad one. Yeah. I'll still play the Vikings defense. And then uh, I like I, I like um, Steelers defense. You mentioned them. Um, and maybe the Packers defense. Dave, what about you? Any Anything stand out here defensive-wise? I don't hate the Lions at 2,800 or the Jaguars at 2,700. Uh, if you just want to look at, you know, mistakes getting made in the game. I uh, probably looking at the most popular defense being the Steelers at 2,600. Uh, it seems like to be just a good play over there. Um, Broncos aren't terrible like Baltimore take there. Um, Seattle is the only other one, although they're way too expensive. So I don't know if you end up with a whole bunch of salary, I guess that's one place to spend it, but you know, as cheap as I can get with the best matchup I could find. Mike, I'm I'm thinking that's your same sentiment is whatever you got there or just jamming the Jets. I, if I need to save money, I'm jamming the Jets. Like at, at 26, I'll take that pretty much all day long on a good defense. Like, okay, even if they weren't the Jets, just a good defense in an okay matchup, like I'll take them at 2,600 all the time. Um, but like I said earlier, like there's going to be a ton of salary left over. So you can actually get up to the Ravens. You can get up to the Browns. So it's not often that you have a slate like that. So um, I think might as well take advantage of it. Right. I mean, you could. Mike, uh, Mike, I, I, Mike I've agreed with you way too much on this podcast. I got to rethink what I'm, doing here could be a good thing or bad thing could be a good thing it could be maybe maybe it's your time it's always my time it'll be it'll be both it'll be both of our times all right so if we move to to quarterback we go through some of the best stacks obviously Mahomes most expensive eight thousand three hundred it is pretty expensive especially if you want to pair him with Kelsey and then the bringbacks on Cincinnati side are pretty expensive as well. So if you're going with that as a game stack, you're definitely going to need some of that value to, to come out. I, I think his ownership is totally going to be dictated on how many of these cheap running backs are actually viable this week. So you, you definitely want Mahomes if, if you can afford him. The guy has just been absolutely on fire. I, I, you really can't say a bad thing about him. Four or five straight games over 300 yards. Sorry, six straight games over 300 yards. He's just, he's an absolute monster. Jalen Hurts, 8,000, saw what he did on the ground last week. We, we said we like A.J. Brown. Tennessee is terrible against the pass. So I, I definitely think Hurts to Brown stacks are, are definitely involved. But Dave, what do, what do you think? Do you, do you like those two or, or you think? there's enough value at quarterback where it makes a little sense to go to the other guys. The Mahomes sack is going to be tough, but I mean, 
it should result in a ton of points. I really like uh, Jalen Hurts this week. Like Justin Herbert, uh, a little bit further down here. I got Mike's seal of approval on Joe Burrow, but I think there's a couple of games that, as we're talking through, uh, we really want to be targeting. Um, you know, this uh, Vegas, Kansas City game, Philly even, you know, there can be some spots where, um, you know, you just want to have exposure to that game stack or parts of that game, and they'll probably start with the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely – I like the Herbert call. You know, I, I've been playing them a lot, and it, it's kind of been disappointing. So I don't, I don't know if a lot of people are going to go there, but 7200 is a good price for him with the weapons he has. That They're really not too expensive, so you can definitely stack that up. I'm staying away from Lamar. He just hasn't looked right. They're saying there's a chance that Justin Fields plays, and I, I think if he does, he's out of sight, out of mind. I don't think he's going to be as popular as we saw before, 7400 You don't even have to stack him. You could just play him if you wanted. He does and, not have an injury designation right now. Which is wild to me. And Yeah, he's listed as active. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so Mike, we doing Burrow stacks? I think we are. I think it's a Burrow week. Um, I like the Herbert call. Like I said, if I, if I like all the Chargers receivers, I probably have to like Herbert. Um, I mean, Hertz is obvious. We're, we're all there. Um, so it's going to be those three, and then I'm going to come down to 5,400 and Mike White. Like, if you – you could jam everybody. Shocker. White at quarterback, Wilson stack. Like that whole thing cost you 10.7. Like it just, that is so tasty. So tasty. It's it's not, it's it's not, but you're weak, weak late. I am weak late. I can't yeah, believe def- I didn't Defend yourself. Defend yourself. I, I have no defense. Like it was, I, I was just, I was too caught up in the moment of, you know, the actual quarterback change and, you know, the, the, the you come on here every week talking Wilson about Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson stacks, go a hundred percent jets in most of your lineups. And the one time it the, actually yeah. works out, right. you have no part of freaking, it. Right. One of the two, one of the two times the freaking broken clock was right. You missed it. You just completely. That's a blew. lie. I didn't Not have no time. part of it. I had a ton of Michael Carter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you blew it. So, all right. I'll go for a uh, quarterback. Um, I'm with you there, Mike. Uh, Mike, I think it's Burrow week, especially if you want to get in that game. Home's expensive. I think the way to get there uh, is with Burrow, and you can play. Uh, then you can play Kelsey. Uh, can't go wrong with Mahomes, but I think if you do play Mahomes, um, you know I like some of his pieces. If you don't play Kelsey or Chief, we mentioned Sky Moore at 3100, MBS uh, 4100, or Juju at 57. Um, but other than that, you know, I'll, I'll go with my you know my top five you know quarterback stacks here. It's uh, all mentioned: Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Burrow, Higgins. I like Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk. I uh, like Jared Goff, um, but I'm on raw and I will play a little bit of, I know he hasn't been good lately, um, but if I want to play Andrews that, you know, Lamar can just, can just kill it, you know? So um, a little Lamar Andrews stacks in there too. Yeah. D- Denver's defense does scare me a little bit. And, and just the way Lamar has looked, he was dealing with a quad. Apparently he's fine, but I, I, I think I'd rather just go Andrews and just get, exposure that way but 
I, I love the Trevor Lawrence call that game. You know, we're talking about, I, I think Mike white is actually going to be a little bit popular. I, I don't mind it. I don't think it's a, a terrible play against Minnesota, but if you're going to go Jared Goff for a hundred dollars less or, or even just pay up a little bit more for Trevor Lawrence, I, I think that game environment is really, really good. Those are two of the worst teams against the quarterback over the past six weeks. So Trevor Lawrence to, to Kirk, you could play him with Ingram, as we said, and, and I, I think that's a pretty good play. You bring it back with, with uh, Amon Ra. If you want to go golf Amon Ra, you can throw Swift in there or, or a Chark. So you, there's a lot of cheap ways that you, you can get to, to that game. So that's definitely something I am interested in. Other than that, I, I kind of like Tua. I, I think San Francisco is going to scare a lot of people away, but they are more susceptible through the air than they are on the ground. And, and with those two wide receivers, it's a little bit expensive, but definitely I think that's, that's viable as well. Dave, is there anyone that, that sticks out to you? I like the uh, two a call. I mean, running out to a doubles when you can every week or, you know, try to pick the right wide receiver and that seems to be hitting pretty well uh, the entire year here. Uh, really like to get pieces of this uh, Detroit and Jacksonville game. Um, and even Jimmy G in the San Francisco-Miami game, he's been throwing a little bit more. You can stack him up with Kittle and Ayuk, especially if Debo is banged up. That's pretty clear double right there. And I guess since no one else is going to say it, Sean Watson, double stack with, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper, Harrison Bryant. I mean, that for his price is compelling against the Texans, especially if you're going to pivot off a chub. I think that gives you a lot of leverage on the field. And I can imagine his ownership will be kept in check for a number of reasons. I, I absolutely agree. And if Chubb really is going to be one of the highest owned, it actually does make sense. I don't know if I would double stack him. I think you could get away with, with just a, a Cooper or a, a Donovan people's Jones and Let's not forget, Houston is horrific against the run. Watson is one of the best running quarterbacks in football, so he could easily get there with his legs. You, you could play him naked, and, and he could get there. So I, I think it could be leverage. And, and this is a revenge game also to an extent. Yeah, and, and speaking of playing Watson naked, that's probably how he would prefer to play. <laughs> good one. That was a good one. I think that's a good way to end it. We, we basically went through everything, you know, all the stacks, all the plays, all the possible injuries, keep an eye out going to be a lot, lot to monitor as far as the injuries go and what opens up as far as cheap plays. But I think that's it for this week. You guys got anything to add or. Yeah. If uh, you know, your lineups end up with a lot of money left over, just take the jets player that Mike shouted out and, take a good player instead i will um i will second that that is great advice jets have good players this year like uh, this isn't one of those years you could make that joke yeah it's they have good players but you don't play them when they actually yeah well, yeah yeah like that yeah still had a plus week yeah, yeah, you, you don't you don't get to to chime in there if you uh if you blew your chance. You blew it, Mike. But good luck to all you boys this week. Be responsible, boys. Yeah, just 
uh, um, obviously, you know, uh, check the injuries, you know, wait, wait, wait till Sunday morning for a lot of your lineups. Um, cause I think that's going to dictate what we do. And, uh, yeah, just have fun out there. Get some money. I concur. So as always, be sure to check out thehelmsports.com. Check out my cash right up there, roster construction articles. Check out yardsperfantasy.com. You can check out my cash game article there as well. Also, speaking of yards per, if you are looking for a sports book, head to BetUS. Use the code yards per. You will get a 125% bonus if you are depositing $50 or more. So that's a pretty sweet deal. Again, that's BetUS code yards per so check that out otherwise we will definitely be smashing this slate mike white maybe will actually make mike some money this week but good luck out there and i will talk to you soon and remember stefan out there